Good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, the 25th of June. It's currently 71 degrees here in Stockbridge. It is set to be uh, 92 today for a high, and uh, looks like partly cloudy this afternoon. And uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for a day set aside to worship you, glorify you, Lord, and uh, praise you, Father. Uh, Lord, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, that you would uh, do as you see fit, Lord. Um, Father, that you would uh, forgive us, and Lord, that we would forgive. And Lord, that you would supply our daily needs like you always do, amazingly, abundantly, Lord. And uh, Father, I just uh, lift up uh, whatever's going on outside of the street here, all these Police cars, Lord, we just ask for uh, whatever it is, Lord, then uh, you would use it. Draw people to yourself, Lord, then. I, I don't know what it is, Lord, but we just ask for your hand. You know what's going on there, Lord. You just ask for safety. You'd be with all the police officers that just uh, say, uh, Figure out whatever happened, Lord, and just give the detectives wisdom and find uh, if there's anybody that was the assailants or whatever. I don't know, Lord, but uh, we just we just ask for your hand in that whole situation, Lord, and hopefully they would be uh, done and and uh, cleared out of here by or the start of our service. It wouldn't be a Distraction for people to come and fellowship, glorify you, worship. Use it to draw into you, Lord. And Father, we just ask uh, again that you be with all of us that are teaching your word this morning, uh, not just the pastors, but children's teachers, and Lord, not just here at our fellowship, but every fellowship across the country, around the world, Lord, people gathering uh, to glorify you, to worship you. Lord, to sing praises to you, to fellowship, encourage one another. Lord, we just ask for just unity in our fellowships, Lord, as we work together, Lord, to a common goal of, Lord, spreading your message, your gospel throughout the world, just in every area that, that you've assigned each, each one of us, each, each fellowship. And uh, Lord, again, be with us right now as we get into this lesson. Let's open our eyes and our hearts to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, our God of promises. And we have Genesis chapter 3. Very nice. <clears throat> now, the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God has made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. 
So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they were sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they had heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit to eat, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman. And between your offspring and her offspring, he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing, the pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of all, eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles shall bring forth to for you, and you shall eat of the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of of Eden to work the ground from which it was taken. And he drove out the man at the east of the Garden of Eden, and placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Our God of promises, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Genesis 3.15 Although the scriptures do not command us to make promises to God, we who believe in the Lord have the liberty to make various kinds of promises. It is permissible to express our devotion to God through promises if they are in dependence upon His character and capacities. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. Psalm 18.1 It is also acceptable to make godly confessions through promises that are based on His promises to us. He himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear. Hebrews 13. We are even allowed to make 
predictive promises concerning the details of our lives, if they are subject to God's will. For if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that, James 4, 15. Still, the work of God in our lives hinges upon his promises to us. In fact, our God is characteristically a God of promises. The fact that our God typically works through promises is seen as early as the third chapter of the Bible. There, God made a very strategic set of promises. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. These prophetic promises were addressed to Satan, but they were given in the hearing of Adam and Eve. Of course, they were recorded in the scripture for everyone else to consider thereafter. These promises revealed some of the consequences of spiritual rebellion, as well as announcing God's remedy for the sin of man. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. These words declare the in, inevi, inevi, inevitably the spiritual warfare, as well as the cert, certainty of the cross of Christ. Spiritual warfare is a major theme in Scripture. This warfare is documented throughout the Word of God. Now Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. 1 Chronicles 21, Acts 5, and Revelation 12. Nevertheless, the cross of Christ would provide a victory over the enemy and an escape from this sinful world for all who would embrace it. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present age. Galatians 1, 3 and 4. Dear God of promises, may our promises be a peripheral issue in our thinking and living. Conversely, may your promises be central and foundational, especially those promises related to the cross of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you today as you take time to worship, glorify Him.